0: Warp One, Engage! Welcome. Episode 6 of the New Hampshire Profile Paranormal Ghost Cast. Uh, Tim and John, your hosts here. John, how you doing, buddy? Hello.
1: How's it going out there?
0: Man, you know what? It it, it seems like, it seems like so long um, between recordings, man. Like I I just at the end of like where we starting to like maybe put a put you know some ideas together. Start getting a little bit of withdrawals. Do you feel that way?
1: No, for me it's the opposite. Like. I don't know, man. The days are just leading into each other, and like it's so easy to lose track of time. Like I find myself pulling up the calendar on my phone more often than not, and be like, trying to like call like what day it is sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like the that we do these like more often than we actually do. Hmm. Like I don't know. Record them, and then it's like, oh, it's already time to record another
0: one. Oh, I don't know. So Maybe so it's so I mean like we've been we've been recording um, one. Every I don't know every week it seems like, do you? Do yeah. it, I mean, do you think that's okay?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. gotta keep going. I mean, we just had uh, today's episode. Uh, somebody sent us a bunch of questions, and you yep. know, that's our job. You got to answer them. You know.
0: So, so we'll we'll get to that.
1: No our our public. <laughs> yeah,
0: and we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. So a little bit of uh, background for those who are not familiar, um, John and I are paranormal investigators with New Hampshire Profile Paranormal, uh, a team that we have like a, a really close kinship with. Um, you know, it, it, when we're together, um, we work really well together. It's like a it's like a family, and you have to have that atmosphere. You have to have that atmosphere that you trust. Your your teammates where wherever you're going, because uh, if you don't have that, then you just you are not gonna have um what's the word I'm looking for you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna have the results or um you're you're not gonna be prepared to go into any type of situation if you don't trust your teammates. Um, yeah, you're not gonna have. You
1: know,
0: that you're doing an investigation with, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we really, we really do have that energy with the team right now. Let's put
1: it this way: Let's put it this way. Uh, every member on our team, we haven't had to do like an interview process, or we haven't had, um, we haven't had anything really like that. Because um, you know, I brought Justin in. I've known Justin for years. You brought Tom in. You've known him for years. Um, We knew, we've known uh, Sonia and Jody for a very long time already because we were on another team with them. So uh, we all have a lot of history with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And not only that, but we haven't even, uh, all the members that we have, they've had previous experience in the paranormal in some form or another. Right. So uh, not that we wouldn't welcome Um, somebody with no experience, but the team that we have now, uh, we all happen to have uh, a lot of collective experience together and that, that helps a lot.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, so we, obviously that this virus thing, you know, kind of sidelined us a little bit and we're just taking some time off until it clears out however long it's going to take. So, if we can't get out there and actively investigate, we're going to, you know, do our best to talk about it. To try and talk about it. Because, uh, in the end, you know, what else do you have? You know? Um, yeah, really. Uh,
1: I want to stay motivated. I want to keep it in the forefront of my yep. mind. Uh, we already had a very long break. So, um, yeah, we just want to keep the momentum going. That's all.
0: So, i got to tell you something before we get started. <laughs> I I was, uh, I was sitting outside this afternoon and um, my, my day had been reduced to squirrel watching John and not, not just squirrel watching, but I was watching these guys chasing each other from tree to tree, branch to branch, limb to limb. And I just had the one thought, man, someday I want to be a squirrel. For just one day. Because <laughs> I want to know what it's like. To jump from that thin branch. To that other thin branch. Knowing that I'm absolutely going to make that jump. Because I have the weight of a squirrel. <laughs> I don't okay, know. Maybe, maybe maybe it's just me. I, I don't know.
1: Oh I mean hey. Uh...
0: But that's what my day has been reduced to today. <laughs>
1: Whatever I don't, uh. I don't judge. I'm the same thing. Well, thank you. I so. appreciate
0: that. For yeah. <laughs> me, um, <laughs> So, so yeah. I, today I wanted to kind of throw out there, um, you know, what it, how people can start a paranormal investigating unit, um, and right. and number one we i mean i think we just hit on it a few minutes ago you got to have that team that shares your same passion and right. you know shares your same uh, approach and interest in the paranormal you have to have that number 1 uh, and number yeah. 2 um it it doesn't take a whole lot all you really need is a digital recorder with an external mic and maybe a digital camera, and nowadays, yeah. nowadays your, your cell phone falls into that them. category.
1: Yeah. So I mean, as long as you uh, you want to put your phone, if you're going to use your phone. You obviously want to put it in airplane. Um, right. But other than that, I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of um, quintessential um, simple equipment you can find right on your phone. Mm-hmm. So. So and the thing is that uh if you're going to do this strictly for entertainment I just don't think that your heart's really in the right place if you're going to do it just to be entertained you need to um to get the most out of it you want to you, you know you want to go into it uh with helping people um You want to find answers. You want to have an open mind. Uh, You don't want to just go there just for the sake of entertainment. If you're going to do that, just go on a ghost tour, you know. Don't find a team or anything because that's not really looked at as all that great if you're going to do that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of of areas or uh, a couple of places that you can find certain uh, pieces of equipment that you can um, that you can buy, that you can get your paranormal equipment from. Uh, number right. one, I'm a huge, huge fan of Amazon. And by the way, I just got all the components together for my um, new DVR system. And oh, I, c- nice. I can't wait to put that thing together and see how that works.
1: Yeah, me Cause, either.
0: Because uh. now I, I believe I have all of the correct components that go with the actual DVR system. So, um, that being said, Amazon is a really good uh, site to get anything off of. Um, You know, you can get... Yeah, I bought my P2 meter off of
1: Amazon. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: $2,
1: brand new. Uh, I bought my voice recorder off of there. Um, Another ghost meter I bought off of there. Uh, The tablet that I have that I use my spirit box on, I got from there. And uh, Collectively, I probably spent less than $300 for everything that I have. So, you can find some good deals on there for sure.
0: Yep. Also, Ghoststop.com. It's uh, ghoststop, one word, dot com. And and that place, that site has a ton, ton of stuff. They just have, like, beginner kits. They have uh, all sorts of other, like, kits. Just, um, they have 360 lights, LED lights, um, UV lights, IR lights, uh, laser grids. Something called Boo Buddy, which, you know, pretty, this is pretty awesome. It's like a teddy bear, but it has, like, an interactive, like, um, EMF built into it, so it, it's if a spirit goes near it, then it, it starts going off.
1: Yeah, that'll be that would be good to use like for uh, child spirits stuff like yep. the Hoot Mansion basement and everything. Yeah. Um, by the way, that was a non-sponsored uh, reference for anybody wondering <laughs> if they're listening. A shameless plug. Listen, they want to work something out, Feel free to get at it. Right. We will accept any free equipment. Test out for you and give a review.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, we did get some questions that uh, that came from uh, my friend Jay. Um, he he just up, he just sent he, he like he sent ten questions. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna tackle uh, a few of them and and just kind of break the rest of them up uh, over the next few weeks because um, sure. we could, we could spend at least like an hour, an hour and a half. And I don't know about you, but I really don't want to stretch it out, stretch one show out that long.
1: <clears throat> no, no, uh, because if we, if we cover too many questions in one episode, we're going to leave too much out. So, yeah, you know,
0: so the first two questions here, John. Uh, number one, what is the typical way you organize and conduct an investigation? And number two, uh, what do you do if you find evidence of the paranormal for the client? So, well. to tackle the first question, uh, I and I think we may have uh, touched on this a little bit bef- in a couple of episodes prior to this one, but, um, I mean, in case we didn't, Uh, So here's what we do. If somebody, you know, seeks us out for any type of investigation, whether or not they say, you know, we need to have an investigation, try to get a little more information about them and what's going on. Yep. So then that way you can get a little background information. And then the next step is to figure out, okay, if there is a real need there. And if there is a real need, send out a questionnaire and that will give you more information about the property address, um, what is really going on in each room. You can tell the client hey, just write everything down that's happening times, t- time of day, you know, whatever. Um, so then that way you can get a feel for what they're going through on a you know regular basis say right right so once um, you get the questionnaire back then we determine from there if an investigation is is warranted usually right, right. usually that's the case um, but if, if not then we you know address that at that time right um, yeah so is there anything you, you want to yeah, add yeah, into that I
1: think... Uh, as far as uh, organizing and planning an investigation, there's there's two uh, there's two things that go along with that. Number one, is it a private home investigation or is it a commercial investigation, mm-hmm. like a commercial property, a commercial building? Because uh, a private home investigation is a lot more nuanced, I think, than a commercial investigation. Because uh, a commercial property investigation is a lot easier to research. Um, Like when we did the Cigar building, you know, um, the R.G. Sullivan building, you know, that was a lot easier to research. Uh, That building's been around for a long time. Uh, The owners know a lot about the building, the history of it. Um, And it's usually a lot uh, more formal sometimes as well, because you're, a lot of times, you're trying to build a rapport with this client and because you're interested in their property and you have to, um, you you basically need to sell yourself so that they trust you and that they see your resume and that they see that you are reputable and you know, and it really helps too if they have an interest in the paranormal as well, that always helps. Uh, If they don't have an interest or they're just totally skeptical, um, that's usually gonna work against you. Um, but yeah, commercial, commercial properties are just a lot more, uh, a lot easier to, to research. Now, if you're dealing with a private property and a private, uh, homeowner, uh, that's a lot more nuanced. Um, you have to dig a little deeper as far as the research goes. And we pride ourselves on the research that we do, uh, prior to, uh, a private home investigation. Uh, we you know find out the year the house was built uh how many rooms the house has how many square feet the house the house is the property as a whole is um does it have an attic does it have a basement um was it remodeled at any point how many remodeling jobs were done how much of it is original uh and then also that questionnaire that you mentioned uh we have them fill that out um we Sometimes we don't have to do that. I mean, a lot of times we get clients that some of us know personally somehow or that they're in our circle, our social circle somehow. So sometimes we don't always send the questionnaire, but if we don't know the person, we definitely want to find out more about them. And um, I don't know if you have a copy of the the questionnaire where you can pull it up and read some of the questions off, but I know that, like, um, I mean, we try not to be nosy. But I mean, there's just certain things that we have to know. Like, are they what medications are they on? You know,
0: yep. are
1: they on psychotics? You know, things like that. Um, and we're not trying to be nosy. Again, we're just trying to find the most logical way to approach an investigation if it needs to be done.
0: Exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so. <laughs> Got a little uh, bullfrog in my throat there. So, um, yeah, I mean, you you hit the nail right on the head there, John. Um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to, bin, I was pulling up the um, questionnaire at the same time, but I, I don't seem to find it anywhere. Um, yeah, so. Well, we have So then, once we determine that an investigation is warranted, once we do an investigation, we um, we go through the house and the the quote unquote hot spots of the uh, of the house, and right. we um, take baseline EMF readings um, because right. certain wiring and electronics can give off a a big EMF. Oh, a, yeah, a yeah. big EMF um, reading. Um, and can set off like feelings of of paranoia and being uh being watched and everything and some people right. you know attribute those feelings to my my goodness there's there's a ghost in my house and you know he's watching me they're watching me whatever right, um, so right. you definitely want to get a a baseline of uh emf readings throughout the house so when you're conducting the investigation um, you, you know and you have your, your EMF meters on and everything that you that you say, okay, in this area we've picked up a big EMF reading. so is it necessarily paranormal or not? You know So that's that's what you want to do. Um, right, and it's
1: have multiple uh, multiple meters as well because like at our dairy investigation, uh, your meter was going off. And we had three others next to it, and ours was were not going off. So that's, I mean, is it definitely paranormal? Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to say. But yeah. uh, if anything anything physical or in the walls or any electronics or anything like that that is making the meters go off, um, logic tells you that it should make all four meters go off. Why would just one of them go off, you know? Right. So you you take things like that into consideration
0: i'm not sure why but i can't find that um that questionnaire man
1: uh you've emailed it before right i mean you could just pull up your email and go to your sent folder it might be in there
0: yeah that I'll, w- give,
1: I'll give it an example too uh one thing that we ask on the questionnaire as well is uh how many family members are living in the house uh, we had a unfortunate situation one time where um, I don't think I don't know if you were there, I don't think you were, but this is when we when we were central. Uh, Sandy was there, some others uh, we investigated this uh, sort of younger younger guy's home and he uh, he didn't even tell his parents that we were going to be showing up. when we got there, it was a very awkward situation, Really, and his parents' Russian who I don't even think they spoke English or, or very little, so it, was a very, it just created a very awkward situation for us when we got there. I mean, yeah. we did the investigation, but his parents didn't even know we were coming, and it just created a, uh, an awkward situation for us, and that's a prime example of why we uh, send out this questionnaire and ask certain questions so that we know what to expect when we show up so we don't have another situation like that.
0: Right. So I did find the um, the the investigation. So or the um, questionnaire rather. Um, so the first one, first question right off the bat: occupant information, name, gender, birth, um, birth date. To um, for ow, oh, for the occupancy? Excuse me. Right. Uh, how long they lived there? Ugh. Yeah. Excuse me. Holy smoke. Uh, have you encountered any of the following: uh, voices and explain strange smells or odors, tugging of clothes, shadows, apparition, orbs, smoky forms or shadows, um, strong feeling of being watched? Um, let's see if we can get into some more. Here, here it is: drug use in the home. That's a big one because. Yeah. yeah because yeah. certain certain drugs and certain psych medications as well uh, can can heighten those senses of where you're thinking you might be having a, a paranormal right. encounter um, right. so that that's definitely that's definitely huge to know um, prior to doing an investigation. Uh, there was one gentleman that we went to, I sent him the questionnaire, he sent it back, and under the drug use, he said no.
1: Uh, see, I was just going to say that. I mean, we yeah. absolutely encourage people to be honest with us, because if you're not honest with us, we are not going to be able to help you.
0: So, during that investigation, <laughs> um, we, we were doing the investigation, and in the middle of it, I saw a pile, and I mean a pile of, ghost hunting DVDs and books and right on top of that was a stash of weed and a pipe <laughs> yeah. and I said wait a second I'm like you know we might want to consider maybe just a little bit that what you're experiencing <laughs> is a paranoia from the kush man <laughs> what but yeah anyway
1: didn't even find anything that night either. I no, think we, we
0: didn't. Did. So I, Yeah, so it is what it is. Um, so then we try and collect as much information during the investigation that we can. Yeah. So so we we bring we bring that back and we try to we try to disprove certain claims and try and come up with a natural explanation for why something is going to happen or why something right. is happening. Because right. if we can if we can figure out like, oh, the reason why you're feeling a draft and the door is closing all the time is because right. the the vent is right there and it kicks on at ten thirty at night and you hear that yep. door slam, whatever, whatever the case may be. If we can come yeah. up with a natural explanation for why something's happening and bring that to the client, then that gives a client a peace of mind and, right. and tells them, okay, I'm not just crazy. There's something behind this, so I don't have to freak out about it all the time. Um, yep. So, once we have all of our evidence together, and we usually try to get all of our evidence, our audio, video, whatever the case is, um, you know, usually about a week or two turnaround time. Two
1: weeks, two weeks is, is the latest that we yeah. can
0: take. But we do try and, and get everything together for the client in, in a as much of a timely fashion as possible. Usually right. we would get everything together, upload it to a flash drive, and present it to the client through the flash drive, everything that we have, and let them hang on to it. Yeah. And usually, usually if, if we have any kind of question regarding some of the evidence that we gather if there's any question the rule good rule of thumb is when in doubt throw it out because right. yeah. if you can't necessarily if you can necessarily not if you can't prove something is paranormal 100% then right. you know it's not worth it
1: here's a good example here's a good example at the uh, dairy investigation uh, we got an EVP of a dog mm-hmm. and
0: or something. the way
1: you guys uh, look at it is that they have a dog in their house well so, okay um, did we pick up their dog in the recording well you have to think about it well their dog was downstairs we were upstairs um, the the dog whine itself was just uh, too, too faint to have been picked up from their dog which was all the way downstairs you know you just got to take everything into consideration and um as far as i'm concerned that was a genuine evp of a spirit um from a dog um that that's what i believe so you just have to consider things like that
0: um so one of one of his questions actually um does ask if a client contacts you how long before you're able to start investigating What's a typical time frame that you uh, that you'd like to research the property before you actually go into do the investigation? So I mean that that all depends on how severe it is. If if it sounds like somebody is is in harm and getting attacked for whatever reason, uh, right? We, we try to respond a little quicker than than usual. Um, outside of that, maybe maybe a week or two, depending on how much information there is. Um, Well,
1: I'll tell you what, not to pout myself or anything, but I like to get started right away. Um, I just get really into it, um, almost to a fault, sort of, because (laughs) when we do investigations, I'm like, oh my God, did you hear that? Like, please tell me you heard that. Like, I just get really into it, and I like to, um, I don't know, I like to get started right away. I'll just quick google search of a a property address you know can tell you the year the house was built and everything just small details like that um yeah it doesn't our team does not take too long at all to uh to get our research together and we we do everything that we possibly can uh we reach out to the historical society of the town that we're investigating um we do online searches google and everything like that um yeah, and you know, the, the historical societies are, are, are kind of a crapshoot, you know, but you still have to do it anyway. I mean, because you never know, you might be able to get some information, but um, you, gotta, you gotta just do everything you can to because uh, um, we are paranormal investigators, but we're researchers as well. So it's not like we just show up blind. We, we pull up all the research that we can, especially for a uh, private residence. Um, if you're going to do a blind investigation, the best time to do that is at a, usually at a commercial building. Um, because sometimes it's more fun that way to do a blind investigation because you, you're going in blind, you don't know what to expect and you might have, you might get some crazy evidence you never know. But.
0: right. Um, so yeah, I mean it all depends on, on how long we you know, get the questionnaire back and everything too. Um, I mean, yeah. that they, they usually takes a few, a few days, maybe, maybe within a week or so.
1: That's longer. Sometimes we'll send the questionnaire and we won't hear anything back from them
0: again. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that was, okay. yeah, that did happen once. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I, you know what? I actually, uh, I, I feel like. I feel like I missed a golden opportunity last week with the, uh, with the episode that we, uh, that we did. Oh, really? You know, because it was, it was episode number five and you, my friend, your name is John, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. How do I feel?
0: I feel alive. Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Very yeah. good. I, I like that. I like that. Um, so that, that I think, addresses a, a, a few of the questions that he asked um, fairly fairly nicely. Um, there are a couple more, and I, I think, you know what, I'll, I'll just go out and uh, I'll come right out and just read them off to you. Um, sure. So the third one is how often would you say a spirit is evil and if you determine it is evil do you help the client in in a home blessing or exorcism do you? how do you help the client if a home blessing or exorcism is impossible or how would you handle that that, that one that one's tough i have that could
1: be a whole episode man that could be a whole episode yeah you know I just um, the whole evil thing. I I don't even really use those terms really. I just I, I like to use positive and negative. And yeah. if I go to a location and I suddenly start feeling like crap for like no reason, like what happened at uh, Pine Cemetery, um, I don't know if I'd call it evil, but I would certainly call it negative. And I just felt like crap when I when I wandered over to that one area of that cemetery um yeah I just I don't know I and honestly too the majority of experiences that I have personally had since I started investigating uh, six years ago, um, a lot of my experiences have been really positive uh, So have mine Yeah I uh, positive or, or even neutral um I haven't really, dealt with anything that I would necessarily label as evil, um, except for that one negative experience at Pine Hill. But um, most of my experiences were positive. Like, when we investigated the Salmon Falls Mill building in Rawlingsford, New Hampshire, uh, I got touched that night. Mm. I got touched twice. Uh, And I remember the room that it was. You were there. I don't know if you were in in the same group as me, but I was touched twice that night in succession in that same room. And... uh, I have no idea what to expect. I was not expecting it at all. It just sort of happened. And uh, instead of being scared, I just, I don't know. I i felt positive about it. I felt like it was a positive experience. I don't think right. that it, it's still evil to me. It didn't feel negative. Um, if anything, I think the, uh, the spirits in that building are tortured. I, I don't think that they're evil. Uh, the basement's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, that building had a huge fire in it, people died, they suffered. Um, but yeah, when I was touched in that room, um, I didn't get scared or anything, I just, like, I was like, wow. I was just so in awe of what what I felt and what was happening and the interactions that we were getting. Um, but, yeah.
0: You know something, uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember that night, and I don't even, I
1: remember it very vividly. Forget it. Honestly,
0: do you, you think I was there?
1: You were. You were there. Yeah, you were there. I don't. Uh, I don't. We we uh, we separated into two groups. I think uh, one started in the basement and worked their way up, and then one group started at the top floor and worked their way down. Um, but yeah, I was touched twice that night, and we got a lot of crazy interactions um, with our meters and some EDPs and some knocks on the wall in response. Um, I'd love to revisit that place sometime. David Carrier is the one that set that up, mm. but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised you, you don't, maybe you, if you were touched that night, you certainly would have remembered it.
0: Oh, definitely for sure.
1: That, that's how, that's how I remember it. So. Mm. but again, going back to what he said about, about evil and, and whatnot, um, I don't know it's it's very it's very hard to say it's not really so black and white um
0: yeah that definitely we we could spend a we could spend a whole podcast show on that one
1: yeah 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 we could <laughs> um and in fact, if we do do an episode on that i will uh certainly take some time to jot some notes down um so I don't forget anything because i I feel like I'm on the spot right now and i I don't wanna um, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to
0: forget, So, and there are definitely uh, more questions which we will follow up on in our next podcast. Um, so for now, I think we're going to uh, close things down, and uh, we will address a couple more of those questions from from uh, my friend Jason next week. Uh, John, do you have and if anything you else? Have
1: questions? Anybody else is listening up there? You can feel free to email us at
0: nhpp six zero three at gmail.com, or you can find us directly at our Facebook um, page, New Hampshire Profile Paranormal, and just directly message us from there as well.
1: Yeah. I think that was a good, uh, a good business move, putting, uh, when we rebranded the team, making sure that we had New Hampshire and Paranormal in the name.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, people can find us very easily. Yes. So.
0: All right, John, my man. Uh, I, I have nothing, I, I don't have anything prepared to, to send us out this time, so, um. Oh, that's, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, we can work something up for next time, that's alright. Okay. Everybody, thanks right, for we'll, listening, we'll, and, uh, you know, keep, keep an eye out for us on, uh, Anchor FM, and Spotify, and, uh, Apple Podcasts, and, uh, we'll, we'll definitely be, uh, talking with you guys again.
1: Alright, Good night, everybody.